So you guys, we have a current call for art that is open right now, which is still life. Let's see your original artwork or limited editions where inanimate objects are the theme. Um, this is open to all mediums. You can visit our website at artlessbaster.com under call for art and enter. You have until May 31st at midnight to get your pieces in. Remember, these are juried shows and this is a great opportunity to get your artwork um, seen in a local gallery. So um, we're kind of caffeine, we're getting caffeined up here <laughs> for the podcast. Last night, um, we had an opening reception at the gallery. Two shows open in one night. Um, it was a lot of fun. We had our group juried show, Florals and Botanicals, open. But I am fortunate enough to have the solo artist, AJ, here with me. He had his solo show open last night called Our Aquatic Planet. So AJ, thanks for being here. Thank you, and thanks for having me. It's yeah, nice to be here. Yeah, and um, will you please pronounce your full name for um, the listeners today? Because you know I'm, I'm bad at pronouncing names. I will, and if you pronounce it from the first go, I'll give you a prize. It's <laughs> Alhaitham Jassar. Okay, great. And uh, people just call me AJ. AJ, much easier. Yes, yes, that's great. Um, I'll definitely be calling you AJ. And AJ, where do you um, reside right now? Um, uh, I reside in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, okay. and I was born there, so you can call me an official cheesehead. Okay, yeah, I mean, I was born in Milwaukee too, so we have that in common. Um, so tell us, you know, obviously if people aren't familiar with your work, describe, um, well, let's start first, like how did you get started, I guess, painting or drawing? Tell us a little bit more about your background getting into the arts. I guess my story is not too special. I mean, a lot of artists um, start at an early age and that's how I started when I was a kid my parents you know kept giving me coloring stuff and I I was better at drawing than writing and talking I can tell you that yeah and as I grew up um, even when I was focused on school and, and studying and my father's an engineer so he really focused on me studying um, more towards like engineering stuff yeah. I always had this art on the side and always pursued art um, as as an actual career okay. even though it's not my official career um, in my life. So I started taking oil painting really seriously when I was in college. I would say like between high school and college, uh, I saw this old man uh, in, a, in a gallery painting. So I just walked in and started to chat with him and like, hey, give me some tips. How do you do this? How do you do that? Mm -hmm. And that's when the spark, you know, hit. Interesting. And what style um, was he painting at that time? I believe he was painting portraits. Okay. Um, were you drawn to like his just the medium in general or what his subject matter was? It was for both. It was okay. actually interesting seeing an actual artist in his studio painting. Yeah, <laughs> and as a I kid, know, I was right? excited. It was it like, is. wow. Yeah, I think it's always neat to see artists um, working, whether it's in their space or if they're at a special event. Um, and so now, did you end up going? Do you have like an art degree? Did you end up going to an art school? Kind of talk a little bit more about that. 
I did not have a degree. I actually wanted to, but my father pushed me towards, you know, you have to study something science-y. Okay. So I ended up with a computer science degree, and I have a master's degree in software engineering. Okay. Um, but when it comes to art, I'm self-taught. Okay. Um, when I say self-taught, I want to give credit where credit is due. Um, I went through a lot of books, a lot of videos, a lot of mentorship online. Um, so sometimes you can't do things alone. You, you need other artists to help you. And that's what I'm trying to do now. You know, if any artist approaches me, any like new artist or, or a friend who wants to learn something, I try my best to teach them. Um, you know, spreading love and spreading knowledge is always awesome. And that's, I think, the best part of being an artist. I really appreciate that that's something that you're passionate about um, because, yes, as artists, I think a lot of times, um, you know, we're introverts and we kind of like close ourselves off, but we do need to connect. We do need to share. And um, so I really appreciate you and thank you for doing that thank you. With, for other artists. So um, tell people right now um, basically kind of your style or your theme of what you are painting with your oil. Right, so after experimenting a lot with art, so I'm talking about, and I'll step back a little bit and talk about the yeah, things that I do. experimented with and, and tried. So I actually uh, worked with a lot of 3D software okay. when I was in high school, and I used Blender. It's like an open source 3D software. And I, I learned Photoshop, so I can do Photoshop design and Photoshop illustration. Okay. I still do sometimes for fun. And then I dabbled into, when I started oil painting, I dabbled into landscapes. Uh, seascapes and that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and that was really for me that was my passion like oh okay landscapes I understand that I can do it and then when I started to get good at it I you know commissions started to come in and um, mostly landscapes I did some abstract work I did um, acrylics I did oils I did charcoal yeah everything you can think of because when you're beginning you're not sure yet where to go like hmm, what am I good at Right. Now, I'm focused more on like um, seascapes, underwater stuff. You can call me a marine artist. Yeah. yeah. Um, although I don't do a lot of boats. I do mostly um, aquatic life. Yeah. Um, I do love aquatic life. Even as a kid, I had aquariums. Um, I always read National Geographic, mm -hmm. watched National Geographic shows and documentaries and stuff. Always imagined myself as a diver taking pictures of whales or sharks and stuff like that, which is why I just recently got certified um, as a paddy diver because oh, I'm like, amazing. okay, um, COVID hit, I'm bored, let's do something. <laughs> yeah. You know, always learn something new. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah so yeah. my art, my current art style, you can say is uh, representational realism. Okay. Um, it's re realism at the same time. It's, uh, I try to focus on different angles, different views of, of nature. So it's really interesting. And there's still a lot to explore. Yeah, and if you guys aren't aware, he is one of our represented artists um, for this year. Um, we have seven different artists. You can go to the website and you can view more of his work under that. And there's also a bio on there. Um, his solo show is on display right now. Talk about your solo show and the inspiration for the pieces that are hanging in the gallery. Uh, so my solo show is here at Artless Bastard. And thank you so much for having me here yeah um, thank you for applying for it yeah it's so exciting it's my first solo show in wisconsin so oh, super excited yeah, for that especially great. now after covid you know i'm encouraging people to just go out have fun um look at art art is therapeutic even if uh yes. you don't understand art there's no such thing just go enjoy art a lot of people tell me hey i don't really get it you know why should i go look at paintings i disagree just go yeah. It, it takes you it takes you kind of um, for even if it's just a moment out of your reality right exactly Whatever stress or maybe like 
issues you may be having, that's the beauty of art, is it just takes you someplace else. And like you said, you don't have to understand it, but either way, it's going to, um, you know, provoke some emotions. And it could be good or bad, but it's different for everybody. I think your pieces um, with your solo show are definitely, obviously, taking us to the ocean and to the beauty of, like, all, you know, you have sharks. I mean, we have, you know, obviously... And then you have whales and you have a diver. I mean, it's really transporting you, you know, to, you know, tropical, I feel like, you know, places. Um, just, I don't know, the sense of water just feels just very calming. Yeah, yeah. and it's super personal for, for people. Like, it's a different reaction for every person. We, I just had a, a few kids yesterday in the opening reception. They were so excited for the shark. Oh, they saw the shark yeah, and yeah. they were like shouting about <laughs> I had people look at the sea turtle and they're like oh my god this reminds me of something and it's it, you know seeing people's reaction that's what I want you know that I want to see people enjoy looking at the art you know that's that's the whole point of it yeah exactly I agree I agree um and just to give you guys um, a heads up if you missed our opening reception don't worry, the show is on display um, up until Saturday, June 11th. So I just want to make sure, you know, and of course, if you're living someplace else out of um, the state of Wisconsin, then you can get, definitely go to the website and you can see the body of work um, that he has represented with us on the website. Um, so talk a little bit more, you know, I guess, like you said, you worked in different mediums. So I think the digital art's really interesting, but does that kind of relate to the computer science background, do you think? That, that maybe that's how those two mesh together? I actually tried to use my illustration in my degree. So my graduation project was a 3D game. Oh, cool, okay. Uh, I got a straight A in that, so nice. I'm pretty yeah, happy. That's awesome. yeah. <laughs> in my bachelor's. So um, uh, I try to incorporate art in anything I do. So even though computer science is dry, it's, to some people it's boring, even to me it's boring. You know, you're talking about development. I try to put art in it, you know, and try mm -hmm. to incorporate it somehow. You know, marrying the two things together is really interesting. Of course, I had dreams, like I can be a game developer, I can work in games, and then you graduate and you realize it's not as easy. So yeah. you go do other things. Um, so I always tell people, you know, you don't have to be an artist to learn art. You can learn it. Use it in anything you do. You can be a chef, but you can also be an artist. Yes. And you can use both of them at the same time. Photographer, you know, I mean, that's technically art. Yes. But if yeah. you learn art as art, you can incorporate the same concepts in pictures or anything. You can be a barista. You can make a nice latte. Yeah, no, I agree, right? I mean, your art is whatever you're passionate about. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, which is, you know, I, I totally agree with that, 100%. So, okay, how long have you been painting or, I guess, creating art? Either way, you can, like, tell us, yeah. So, um, as I said, I started learning doing paintings, I would say 2004, 2005. That's when I picked up oil painting okay. um, as a medium, and I, I was learning there. I can't remember exactly when I started to sell paintings or make commissions, but okay. I would say, like, early like 2009, 2008, sure. um, they were like smaller commissions. And then with 2011, 2012, things really started to pick up. Okay. Uh, I lived in Atlanta uh, for a long time, and um, I had a reputation between a lot of people because, you know, you sell paintings, word of mouth spreads, people see paintings, they're like, oh, yeah. wow, I want something like that. They approach you um, with certain requests, and you just make those uh, commissions. I even had murals. Uh, done for like restaurants or uh, for private residents uh, you know you never know what you're gonna do <laughs> yeah I mean that's the interesting part I think about being a creative is you know 
different opportunities come to you, obviously at different times, but in different ways. And then it's kind of up to you to decide, you know, is this a good fit for me? Not everybody, um, like I would never try to paint a mural because, you know, I'm not a painter, I'm a photographer by nature. So that's like totally out of my wheelhouse. But um, I think that's a really interesting and good way um, you know, to produce more opportunities for artists. Um, mm -hmm. Murals, a lot of times, there's open call for arts, especially for public art. That's an opportunity, you know, those often pay well. And like you said, it's in front of a lot of people, especially yes. if it's in a public space. Absolutely. Yeah, so tell us a little bit, um, how long have you been living in Milwaukee now? It's been almost four years now. Okay, and like, how do you feel, obviously I talk a lot about how I feel um, you know, the arts in the state of Wisconsin are kind of lacking, how we need more support overall. Yeah. Um, what has been your experience um, being in, you know, obviously the city um, with the arts? Now, in the North in general, I find art to be different than in the South. As I said, I lived in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised by the amount of artists that I saw in Milwaukee, like there's a lot of artists and yeah. there's a lot of interest in art. I mean, look at the art museum. Yeah, the art museum. Well, yeah, it's my gorgeous. favorite location yeah. in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah. note that officially uh, on this podcast, I love the art museum. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm also surprised by the lack of funding of art, which is yes. kind of crazy. You, know, you have all this talent, but there's a lack of interest officially with with art. So you see a lot of a lot of artists like go out of the state try to do things like I had a show outside of state last year because you know there wasn't much to do in Wisconsin yeah. so you have to like branch out and do things yeah. um, so I find it kind of sad because you have all this talent Wisconsin can be really really big in the art scene I agree and uh, I didn't know about this when I first came in of course you know right. you don't know much you don't know a lot of artists but yep. once you start talking to other artists and starting to build that connection you start understanding the, the the scene and what's going on yeah I mean I mean you're preaching to the choir it's all stuff that I've been really I've been discovering since I came back to the state um, you know even though like growing up here and mm -hmm. you know moving west like I've talked about it before like you know Portland had a very supportive creative scene and I just accepted that as the norm right because yeah. I was a part of it for so long and then coming back to my home state just struggling to find that, struggling to find, um, you know, people who want to collaborate, um, referrals, you know, who are happy to refer because you've worked together. Yeah. That's, you know, and then of course the lack of art opportunities. And I think that comes from the lack of funding, which, you know, if you guys haven't heard me talk about it before, if you're not on the newsletter, get on our newsletter. Um, you know, because Wisconsin is ranked 50th for federal funding for arts and culture. I find that really crazy. It's so sad. I mean, when I heard about that, I got so mad. I got depressed. I went through all the different emotions because, like, going back to what you said, there's so much talent in our state. Correct. So much talent. And, you know, this obviously, you know, is a broader issue because our politicians don't see the need for it yes um so the more we can be vocal about it and let them know how important it is i think you know the better you know so if, yeah if there's an official hearing me uh, come on we have to beat new york <laughs> right yeah at least can we at least get up to into like maybe like the top 20 <laughs> that's all like top 25 how about that we'll be happy if we just like move up from 50 i'll take it yeah right exactly um, so anything else you kind of like, I guess, what are some goals that you have? I mean, obviously a solo show, I think for an artist is always a big goal. 
Um, what are some other goals moving forward, you know, as an artist that you're kind of striving for? That is a good question, and it's also a complicated question because <laughs> there's so much as an artist you want to do, right? But you have yeah. to focus yourself on, on certain goals. Okay, here's uh, an attainable goal for this year. What am I trying to achieve? Uh, one thing is to have as many shows as I can or participate in as yep. many shows as I can. It doesn't yep. have to be a solo show. Group shows are fine. Yep. Solo shows are fine because you still, I mean, you have to have uh, a bunch of paintings for a solo show. So there's only so many paintings you can complete in one year uh, for a solo yep. show. Yep. I wish I could produce like three paintings a month, but that's well, not really realistic. Well, out of curiosity, um, how long does it take you to complete one piece? About three to four weeks. Okay. Because I have a full-time job and yep. I have a, a, you know other commitments, yep. I, I paint part-time. Okay. Um, of course, if things do pick up, I can manage to give more time to art and complete it faster. Right. But for me, it's not about fast or slow. It's not about speed. It's about quality. So I never end the painting if I don't feel like it. it's not done. I just keep going and going until I'm satisfied with it. Uh, like uh, one artist once said that, you, you stop a painting when you don't know uh, where to put another stroke. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. you have a brush full of paint and you want to put a stroke and you're not sure where to put it. Like, okay, there's nowhere else I can put a stroke. The painting is done. Interesting. I love that. That's a great tip. Um, going back to that right now, do you have any tips for, you know, artists who are just starting out? Maybe things that you would have, you know, done differently? Um, you know, as we're as you're starting out your art career, that you can like give to other artists. Oh man, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> well, okay, pick your number top one. <laughs> number one is uh, be humble. Um, I know as an artist, you take it so personal. Like this is my work. Yeah, I cannot take criticism. If somebody tells me, especially if it's somebody who's good with art, like another artist who's a professional or with more experience, who tells you, okay, your colors are off. Learn color theory. Learn this and that. Take their advice. It's like gold. Take it, learn it, yes. work on it, um, develop yourself, and, and grow yourself further. Uh, there's a lot of material out there you can use to learn, especially if you're new. Um, I don't, I don't want to say follow the advice of schools to the T, to the letter, because you know it, there's a lot of politics there too. So you yeah. can agree or disagree with schools and how they teach. Every school has a different view. Um, but you know what you want. And I w if you want a recommendation, uh, there's a book called Color and Light by James Gurney. Fantastic book. Right, I, it, yeah. It's to the point. It's not too big. Uh, there's another book from the same author, uh, James Gurney, called Imaginative Realism. They, they both go hand in hand. I recommend you buy these two books. Um, James Gurney is a fantastic artist. He's, I mean, w world famous for his illustrations of dinosaurs and National Geographic illustrations and that kind of stuff. I recommend these books. Go online, you know, chat with other artists. Try and one thing that we don't do much as artists is mingle with others. I right, understand, as right. you said, we're introverts. <laughs> I spend so many hours on my paintings and art. I focus on those. I don't focus about interactions. Yes. And I know that's really tough to overcome. And even for me, even now, <laughs> it's tough to overcome. I just want to sit down and paint and draw. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Yep. Or go out and you can see me on a bench somewhere drawing. So. <laughs> I mean, you're right. It is important. I mean, if you don't, even if you don't have work in, um, you know, different galleries or exhibits, go to those openings. Go and, you know, see what's being shown. You know, look at price points. Look at the way they're finishing pieces. Yes. Like, are they framed? Are they unframed? 
um, talk with other artists. You're right, all of that is part of networking and growing and learning, and you never know what opportunities or who you're gonna meet from those interactions. Um, that's It is, it's really important to get out there now that we can get out there again and um, connect with our community. It's key. It really is. It's very important. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I also think it's important you have to understand, like, you know, everything is a journey and nothing really happens overnight. Um, you know, take your time. Don't feel rushed. I know social media kind of makes you feel like, oh, you know, I need the success right away. But it does. It takes years. And just, you know, go after, you know, what you're passionate about. Continue with that. And if you want another advice, I have two more. Yes, and please, I'll, please. I'll, yeah. I'll try to be short, I, I promise. <laughs> no, no, we love the tips and advice. That's what we're all about. Yeah. Okay, uh, number one is go to museums. Yes. Uh, do master studies. And by master study, I mean find paintings that interest you in a museum, like one of those old master paintings. Try and sketch it or paint it or whatever. Try and learn from the masters, even if it's not your style. So let's say you're an abstract artist, but you see a nice portrait. Okay, try and sketch it. Yes. You don't have to be a portrait artist. You don't have to produce a painting of that, but it kind of teaches you a lot in the process of how they compose a painting, why they d did those decisions, et cetera, et cetera. I find that really interesting. Yes. I don't do portraits, right. but when I see something interesting, I just draw it because it does teach me a lot. Number two is, don't be afraid to go against trends. I know yeah. with the art world, there's a lot of uh, like snobbish things going around. Like if there's a trend, people tend to follow that trend and try to do the same thing over and over again. Right. Don't be afraid. I mean, come on, I chose to paint sharks and whales and, <laughs> and it was a gamble for me. Like what if people don't like it or not like it? What if, you know, it, it's realism and maybe abstract is more hip these days. Don't think of that. Just think of what you want to paint, what you really like, and just go for it. You know, worry about those things later. Those will yeah, come. You know, exactly. if, if people can feel if you have passion on, on a on a canvas. Right? I agree. Right. I mean, you have to like you. I think it was interesting how you said you went through different mediums to find out which one you're really drawn to. You know, I'm kind of go through the similar thing. And also as artists, sometimes you get maybe you've been working in the same medium for a long time and you're kind of bored of it and you need to venture out. That's correct. Experiment. And I love you said go to museums, you know, go to galleries, go to art fairs, get out and engage in your community, continue learning, learning never stops. Um, one of the ways you guys, if you want to go to our website, you can become a member of the gallery. And then with your membership, you will get special access to blog posts, um, you know, again, that give you tips and you'll get discounts to our classes as well. Um, and of course, membership um, helps support the nonprofit because um, we're here. We're here to support artists of all levels, to give them the opportunities they're not able to get in other galleries. And, you know, honestly, kind of just breaking down those barriers of, you know, we hate to say it, but kind of that snobby gallery that is like only representing a handful of the same artists again and again because they know it sells. You'll not see it here. Yeah, right. Not at the Heartless <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> um, okay, so where can people find, um, can you give a shout out to like where you're at on social media and like your website address so people can go and connect with you? Yes. So my website is just Sarbrush. Dot com. That's J-A-S-S-A-R-B-R-U-S-H dot com. And you can find me on Instagram. It's justsar underscore brush. So it's kind of similar to the website name. Um, you can find me there. If you have any requests, you can either use the form on the website, send me the request, or you can just uh, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm really fast in responding to any messages that come in. Um, I do have a Facebook 
with the same name as the Instagram, but that one's not super active these days. Yep. Facebook is kind of dying, in my opinion. So <laughs> I, f- I try to focus more on Instagram and, and there's the website. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, I mean, not to get into like my age or anything, but like, I mean, Instagram or Facebook is just, yeah, it's like, I feel like the older generation <laughs> uses that for their social media. But, um, you know, for me, I kind of steer clear of it. Um, because there's a lot of negativity on it these days. So to me, yeah. Instagram is a great platform. It's still positive. It's images, um, you know, it's videos, and it's a great way to share and connect with people um, quickly. So any closing notes that you want to share? First of all, thank you so much. I mean, he drove from Milwaukee to Little De Pere, Wisconsin for the opening reception, stayed over, and I was like, hey, let's do a podcast. And AJ was totally down. I'll, so. I'll drive here anytime. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a beautiful, it. charming town, and, you know, beautiful weather these days. Yeah, um, I know. No guys, complaints. We had 90 degrees last night for the opening. It was crazy. Um, but, yeah, any closing remarks or anything? Again, thank you so much. Um, anything else, any other tips or anything you can think of that you want to share? Or? Well, first of all, I want to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity and believing in my work. Of course, um, and, yeah. and showing it here. Um, it feels... I'm truly honored in having my work here in Wisconsin. I really wanted to focus on showing my my stuff in Wisconsin as much as I can. I don't want to go outside the state (laughs) and ship my paintings out and spread it out. A lot of work, and plus, you know, my it's my home state. I want to build a presence here in Wisconsin. So, my fellow Wisconsinites, uh, your support is uh, truly appreciated, and uh, I hope you love my work. Uh, that to me is the number one uh, goal. Uh, people look at it, uh, you know, once you see my work and feel inspired, like, okay, now I want to go and swim in the ocean. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and there's another aspect that I did yeah. not mention, which is conservation. Uh, yes. I really focus on, yes. you know, the pollution that's going on, you know, the climate change, uh, coral bleaching. Yeah. I, have, I have connections uh, in Australia, like the Great Barrier Reef legacy. Um, they do studies and research on, on uh, the reef in Australia, I would say go support them. You can support them with anything, not just money, with a like, with a follow, with a supporting message, awesome people. We need more of that stuff going on these days. Unfortunately, there's some people know there are problems, but they're not aware of like the details of what's going on. You know, okay, we have overfishing, then what? Okay, we have pollution, then what? Oh, there's a lot of plastic in the ocean, then what? So maybe with my artwork, you can see the beauty of those environments and say oh wow that's a treasure we have to take care of it we do it's so important yeah I mean, yeah and not to sound too preachy that's not my goal just look at the art enjoy it and hopefully that will ignite something in you you know to go and do something about it but i think that's a great um really good point to end on is like okay so you're creating this art because you're drawn to it and you love the subject matter but now it's turned into something more where it can like you said help with ocean conservation i mean yes a lot of times like that's what happens you guys different things start to grow and evolve out of what you're passionate about and that's exciting i think that's really exciting mm-hmm. and yes it is important our oceans you guys we need to protect our land our oceans everything um well thank you so much thank you so much yes. for having me all right you guys head to the website if you want to see it artlessbastard.com remember we have our call for art for still life Hurry up and enter that. And then um, go to our, we have different classes coming up. Art Walk in downtown De Pere, you guys. Um, activities and events are back on. So you can always sign up for those um, on our website. Thank you so much, AJ and everybody out there. Have a great day. 
And, you know, I, this is my new closing thing. Like, don't be an artless bastard. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. Oh, 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 oh,